Hello, it's Law School in Brief. I'm Lydia. And I'm Megan. And we and... finished our, our first semester of law school. We finished it and we're back. We're on the other side of it. We lived to tell the tale. I feel like I haven't talked to you in so long. H- have we become fully codependent? <laughs> <laughs> Exams just like took up my entire brain space. It was Same. wild. Same. But we have some celebrating to do because not only did we finish exams, this is our 20th episode. Oh, yes. Can I'm you believe sure. that? <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I can believe it. I feel like, like I've been in law school forever. That, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I, f- I definitely feel like I'm in this now. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Um, well, we, I, I really want to like reflect on the semester, but I also need just like a little bit more time away from the material. And I'm also I'm still in St. Louis. I haven't gone back home yet. I'll do that tomorrow. So um, I feel like, you know, when I'm in the airport, I'll journal or whatever. We could do like a reflection later. Sounds so, good to me. Yeah. So this episode is just uh, Q&A. From yeah, so we got. for I think maybe like four or five episodes ago, we had put out a call to anybody who was interested in submitting a question um, for us. <laughs> and uh, we're going to answer some of those questions that we got today. So if that doesn't sound interesting to you, <laughs> now's your chance to bail. But these questions are actually <laughs> very good. Can't believe you would give anyone an opt out. It's like, no, no, no. We're gonna, we're gonna, this is happening. <laughs> I don't know you if you like it or not. All of them, but we can just get through some of them. Sure. We'll yeah. I mean, I feel like this is one of those topics that we could ramble on about for two hours. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so let's <laughs> time check this. Yes. Uh, what's a good one to start with? Okay. We got, oh man, maybe like almost 10 questions. So. Hmm. I mean, okay, the first one on the list is kind of lighthearted. It's about what Lexus rewards points will get you. I mentioned in one of the early episodes about how if you use this one legal like database called LexisNexis, then you get points. Um and so the question of like, what do you do with those points is pretty good. And I, I didn't know the answer myself. So I kind of like went shopping and can report back. But okay. I was wondering if you like, if, if you did opted into the point thing. No, I get the emails every day. It feels like every day. Oh, okay. it feels like I'm getting emails every day. Um, and it just it's like one more thing that I need to pay attention to. So if it doesn't really affect my grade at all, I'm going to ignore it. So I've been ignoring them. Um, so you're just going to have to fully take over that question because I am willfully ignorant to Lexus Nexus rewards. Okay. You'll be entertained. Okay. Um, even though you don't have points to, uh, to spend after hearing what all you could buy with your points. Oh, my. <laughs> um. So this is this is the setup. When you make your account like during orientation or whatever, if you opt in to these rewards things, you'll get 400 points off the bat. And then when you do like your daily 
like a daily search, you get 10 points. It's not like 10 points per search. It's just like if you do one in a day, then you get that. And then there's also these like little modules that take like five minutes and have three multiple choice questions at the end. And that'll get you like 100 points. And like sometimes there will be a representative from Lexus at your school. And if you chat with them, they'll add points to your account. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're really just trying to buy your attention and uh, get you to use their product when there are other arguably superior uh, databases out there. So I I kind of feel the same way you do where I was like this, like it's just another thing. Like in the beginning of the semester, I did do a daily search just for the points, but then later I was like, no. And I barely did any of the modules because they would ask about really random specific things and you'd have to do like a mini research project. And even though it only took five minutes, I was like, I can't like just stop thinking about property law. And, like, think about this random thing. Anyways, so given all those opportunities, you can maybe get, I think, I'm just ballparking, like, 2,500 points a semester. And I got up to 1,770, which is pretty good. So uh-huh. that's what we are going to go shopping with right now. Um, okay. So when you first log in, there's, like, a... Uh, the gift card option is like the maybe for me the most intuitive thing that you would get because it's like you're liquidating the points in a sense because then you just have like you know cash they will not give you cash but it's like almost like cash so there's like amazon target chipotle and a five dollar gift card is 350 points so a point when you're getting a gift card is like one and a half cents um, but they don't have gift cards that are like less than $5, you know? So it, there's like a, like a Southwest airlines gift card. That's like $25, oh. but you can't get it in any denomination less than $25. So even if you got like the 2,500 points, you would only be able to use like the 1750 for them. Why am I talking about remainders and division? I'm going to move on. Okay. Yeah, so, my mind is boggled right now. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. This is like not actually a good like way to share it, this kind of information just like orally. It's like you got to see it written down. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm like, so, I don't know if I want LexisNexis anymore now. <laughs> They're no, going to make me do great. math? No. no, no. <laughs> They'll do the math for you. They'll be like, no more points. You're out of points. <laughs> um, so that's... I... I will spoil the the shop to say that I actually did just end up getting a gift card, but I think it's really funny to say some of the like physical items that you could purchase. Okay, what it's are just they? Really weird. Okay, there are these different sections like electronics and like sports and like fashion, um, as though you would buy anything like fashion with your Lexus points. Okay, so the electronics section, it's mostly like brands that you don't recognize like just headphones like 20 different types of headphones um or like and then like for all of my points I could buy like a case for a Polaroid camera but not the camera itself just like a, a case a case okay yeah. um or like with all of my points which like I think if I've done my calculations we're, we're talking like you know, about $25. I have about $25 if we're doing the conversion into gift card amount. 
So I could use this what would be worth $25 to buy one um, small Timex alarm clock. Why would I do that? <laughs> or almost $25 to get like a calculator. Not a not a like TI-84 plus, all right? Like a desk like calculator with like nine buttons on it. So bizarre. Yeah. Um, you I have really a felt like it was like shopping on the Sims. Like nothing, no amounts meant anything. Uh, <laughs> in the fashion section, I there are some very cool Carolina Panthers socks. But like, would I rather have a $25 gift card or like socks? But the sports gear on there is like, okay. Um, there's a food section. This section was wild. It's mostly like boxes of tea and boxes of cookies. And then also Omaha steaks. What? And there was nothing in that section that I could buy with my points. Like a box of cookies was more than $25. <laughs> what? Okay, how or much like, was the how much was, was the like, Omaha steak? I didn't even look. <laughs> um, so the health and beauty section is also very bizarre because I feel like that is a section where I actually know what things are worth because I'm like you know going to CVS or whatever. I could get like one bottle of lotion for two thousand points, which is more than I have. Or I with my points, I could get a glucose meter. But why is that even an option? Like, that's I, very odd to me. Or yeah. I could get a hair dryer. Um, Yo, I actually need a new hair dryer. How much was that? <laughs> <laughs> Should I? This might be what gets me on Lexus Nexus. <laughs> <laughs> After an entire semester of doing searches, yes, you too could get a hair dryer. Um, the the kitchen section like could be useful for students actually because like with my points I could get like a whole crock pot or a food processor or a kit for growing herbs and vegetables um there's a <laughs> there's a hardware section that has a headlamp which is cool um but then like when you scroll down there's a stethoscope which I could get for only 200 more points but what? why is that an option um, and then I would need 500 more points to buy a tape measure. I am so, so perplexed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> so I don't understand. In some, the Southwest airline gift card actually like makes sense to me. And, and like the other gift cards, like if you're going to go to Target anyways, if you're going to shop on Amazon or whatever, like why not just have like $25? Like it's almost like cash. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, so there's that. You can also donate the points to charity. Ooh. Those are in, you can, <laughs> you can only, it's only in units of 271 points, which for that amount of points, they will donate $4 worth to these different organizations. Mm -hmm. So that actually is like valued slightly higher than the end, like these other things that you're buying, which kind of feels good. Um, Did you donate? No, I just got a gift card. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, why Why tack on this element of guilt? Like, we are yeah. poor law students. Yeah. Like, like, just give us the gift cards. Like, don't also add this, like, well, you could also. I uh, also don't know, like, I wonder how, I also, the, I have extra guilt wondering if, like, 
my school is being charged $50 every time I make a search. Like how you were saying that's what firms are charged. I don't know if like the educational package means that I kind of get unlimited searches, but if they are incentivizing my each search, it might be that I'm getting like one and a half cents, you know, or 10 cents rather for a daily search. And the school, my school is being charged $50 and I'm literally only doing that search to get like 10 cents. Yeah. I um, I wouldn't, I would not have even thought about that, but you're absolutely right. Oh. Yeah. Yikes. They can afford it. <laughs> Don't feel too bad. Um, so that's Lex's points. In a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I learned something. I learned that I'm going to be replacing my hair dryer by working tirelessly <laughs> doing little Lexus games every day. <laughs> yep. You pick the next question. Um, okay. The next question uh, is going to come from our listener, Laszlo. <laughs> um, and this is a bit of a two-parter. Uh, so Laszlo asks, it may be too soon, but have either of you had a moment when you realized that you had found your tribe, or let's switch that out to say rather found your crew, um, or that you actually enjoyed the law, or that the slog of it all is more than a necessary means to an end? Uh, and so I, when, so I read that question. I'm like, whoa, there's a lot to unpack. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, great, great layered question, Laszlo. Yeah. A plus. Um, so for me, like in thinking about my crew, I, long story short, don't have one. <laughs> but I do feel myself inching closer and closer to a quote unquote crew with each passing day. Um, like, of course, I have Brittany. <laughs> Shout out Brittany. Yes, Brittany. <laughs> Brittany, who's holding it down as like my one friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, I actually like over over break so far, I've received a couple text messages from people that are in my cohort that are unrelated to law school. Um, and I even have plans to have a game night with one of them on Thursday, uh, which is cool. And it feels like, okay, yeah. like I'm getting a little bit more connected. But I mean so much of what we do is done quietly and done alone. I, I, it it feels like impossible to form a kinship with people when what you're doing is so isolated. Um, Even though you had your like study parties, party is not the word you use. That's the word I'm imagining. (laughs) Like a study session. Like a, I called it the torts-a-thon. Oh yes, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It seems bonding-ish. Yeah. I mean, it, it it was bonding-ish and the people that came over for that are like some of the folks that I'm talking about right now. Um, But I do find myself sometimes when my mind like wanders, I will start wondering what these people are like outside of school or what they did before they came here. (laughs) Cause I'm like, how do I pick my people when we're all wearing this like same uniform of a law student, so to speak? Like we all are kind of like, dressed in a similar way and we're all doing a very similar thing and there's really like no room that I have found for somebody to like let their personality shine through in a way 
that I could be like, oh, they go to drag shows. They do weird stuff on the weekends. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. And you don't really get hints in class because the class discussion isn't like, what do you think? What's your solution to this exactly. problem? No yeah. one has asked that. Really? Yeah, they don't we care. Ha- we did a little bit, a little bit of my property class, but not much. So yeah. it's hard to know what other people are thinking, too. Yeah. But what about you? Do you have, like, a, a crew? Um, not one. Uh, let me... Uh, okay, so I have... There are, like, several people that I feel like are, like, beacons, like, social beacons. Beacons? So those, okay. Yeah. So one of my classmates early, like, right when the semester started was posting about stuff happening in the area and, like, really, like, trying to gather people to, like, get stuff done. And I went to a couple things that he had posted about and planned, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to show up to literally anything this guy um, posts about, even if I don't know about it, because, like, it's going to, like, because we're on the same page. Yeah. And this is just great. Because, like, and, and, like, whoever else, like, goes to his stuff, like, I'm down to be in community with them and, like, try to get stuff done. Um, There actually wasn't, like, that much time to do activism, but more on that in the reflection episode, I guess. But um, I we're not in the same section, though, so we're not, like, buddies. But I feel like there is something there. There's, like, a small group of people who, like, there's there's like potential energy and then in the social sphere I have another friend who that drag show that I mentioned that I went to like on one of the earlier episodes Mm -hmm. she had planned that and she is really social and has planned other stuff um like going out after class and stuff and we really get along her cat is so great and like her apartment's great and just like all the people that she hangs out with are great so I was like Anything she plans, like, I'll just go to that. Mm. So it's, like, kind of uh, not picking a crew, but picking, like, a person. <laughs> They'd probably, like, think l- it was really weird to hear this episode. <laughs> I don't think either of them listening, though. But... And just latching onto them. <laughs> yeah. And she's not in my section either. So that's kind of nice. Like, I've got, like, this, like, social beacon and, like, a political beacon. And then the, like, couple folks, Ashlyn and Didi, in my class who are, like, my, like, core, like, section buddies yeah they're maybe my crew and like a couple other people in our section who have like we've studied together and like watched a couple like christmas movies uh, uh during finals week and um yeah it feels like a little unit yeah but i also feel like i'm not operating in a unit in the way that i did in undergrad because mm-hmm. the groups that i was a part of in college like we were building a community together and we all like kind of gave up a small part of ourselves to like a shared community identity like I would feel comfortable using like the possessive my pronoun for that Mm -hmm. community like yeah this is my group my crew but I don't think that there's a structure like that in law school, just like yeah. what you were saying about all the like isolated time. Um, I also wonder if just part of that too is sort of um, like a byproduct of us being older. Um, like I see a lot of my younger classmates 
they do kind of like run in a crew. Like I can, I see the clicks and like click has such a negative connotation, but I see the groups forming and they all do things together and they hang out outside of school. And I, I feel like they might answer the, that question differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I don't, I don't feel the need to have these things. And perhaps because they just came from undergrad, it feels like more of a habit. Like, oh, I'm in school. Therefore I have like friends Whereas I've been out of school for so long and you've been out of school for so long that it kind of feels like, okay, I'm a professional and I don't necessarily need friends. I don't know. Mm, but I do feel like I have friends. I just don't think that we are like a the u- yeah. unit. Because right. I also am like part of different clubs. Um, and so like I can sh- like bond with people over a very specific thing. And like when I walk around WashU, I recognize a lot of people and I'm like really delighted to see different people. But we don't like if all the people that I uh, adore at WashU came together in one room to hang out, it wouldn't be like natural at all. It would be like weird. Yeah. <laughs> What's um, going on? I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. I think I'm, I'm just really glad that I, I like my section is really good people. Uh, like you spend like so much time with your section. That's um, true. Yeah, your so. cohort's very important. Yeah. Yeah. Most of my relationships have been formed within my cohort. I don't really know people outside of my cohort. Mm. There are a couple people that sort of insist on being acknowledged. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> that was a euphemism. I mean, uh, like, so, <laughs> in like, go on. <laughs> in ways. In sweet ways, but also ways that I'm like, okay, like there's no homecoming king or queen for this. Like, (laughs) but if there was, you'd have my vote because this is cute, (laughs) but stop it. (laughs) That made me sound so bitter and grinch like, I don't know. (laughs) I think I'm just coming down with a bit of a cold (laughs) and I'm surly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What if we revisit this question? next year because i i think that it'll be different as time goes on maybe maybe we'll see yeah um but to the second part of the question about whether or not we are able to um whether or not we're yeah like are we enjoying this or is this just a necessary means to an end um gosh I, I thought about this question for a while um, because I, it definitely in, in some ways feels like a, just a slog. Um, but I feel like I've had enough distance from school, like between graduating from undergrad and starting this, to be able to truly appreciate what a gift being a student is. Um, mm-hmm. Not to sound like too corny, but like when you think about the amount of flexibility you have and that it's literally just your job to learn. <laughs> Keeping that in mind makes law school feel like way less of a slog and more of like a privileged drop in the bucket of time. Um, Cause mm-hmm. three years right now kind of feels like eternity. Um, but I realized yesterday that two years from now, I'm going to be graduating from law school. Um, that Elon cl- like three L's graduated on Saturday Wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, okay. 
where was I two years ago from now? And think about how quickly that time passed. Like that feels like just yesterday. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So rather than get bogged down, I try to think about that. And, um, you know, that, that helps keep me afloat. Of course, being a student has its drawbacks, (laughs) like I'm sure, you know, but for one very painful example, I have like $300 to my name yeah. <laughs> right now. And, yeah. and we, get our, <laughs> we get our next financial aid disbursement in two weeks. Um, and 200 of those $300 are going to pay my cat sitter. So <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, I know I'm going to make it to the end of the month. Um, however, oh. I can't do shit until then <laughs> like <laughs> and yeah. you know i'm not i'm not like a huge spender or anything but like there are certain holiday things that i'm not going to be able to enjoy like buying presents for my family and friends um or like going out to like eat yummy christmas foods like it's 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 been a shift for sure. And in those moments, that's where I'm like sick of being broke and dependent on the generosity of understanding others. That's when I feel like law school is just a slog. I'm like, wow, this could be over any minute now and I'd be fine. Yeah. yeah. I I do think about how awesome it is to be on a student schedule again. But, and, and like, I think I am good. I'm better when I have a routine. So actually being in the working world was good for that. Like, I definitely was awake in the morning (laughs) more. But uh, (laughs) I also, like, my mood was on a a schedule with me. And I would always get angry. Not at anything. Just I would feel anger at, like, 3 (laughs) p.m. Really? And so I would just, like, sit there and stew until 5 and then leave. Like, I would never act out or anything. Because I I understood that what I was feeling was, like, irrational. But, um, yeah, I would just be angry, like, all the time. And then when I biked home, I would like work it off. But um, yeah, I have not felt like anger since coming to law school, which is really funny because like I just I feel other things, but not anger. It's great. Really? Were you not doing those ICWs the same way I was? Because Oh, oh my God, I had forgotten about that. Okay, I had compartmentalized that. I was very angry during that. Yes, I you're blacked right. it out. This, yeah. Like, this irrational anger. <laughs> um, I, though, I'm not as uh, positive of a thinker as you. I do feel like um, it has mostly been a slog. Not that I'm not grateful to be slogging, but I, I might have had my expectations too high. I was really curious about like having law as a new lens through which to see the world. And I, my mind just has not been blown. I've learned interesting tidbits. Um, but like what keeps me coming back, like I'll read for class and be like, oh, this is mildly interesting. But it's not what I'm reading that makes me want to read more or do my work. It's like yeah. reading the news. And like, I don't know why I do this to myself, but at like 2 a.m. I'll like read <laughs> firsthand accounts of like, torture in Guantanamo or whatever and yeah, be basically just like just good night moon <laughs> <laughs> I the thing that, the thing that came out recently that had like the the drawings 
Um, for- oh my gosh. Wow. That was so disturbing. It really was. And then you, you're reading that and you're like, what can be done? And then you get to the next, like a paragraph where there's like the, their attorney being interviewed and you're like, oh yeah, there's a lawyer there. There's a lawyer working on this. Yeah. I don't know. Like that's what, and like, you know, the environmental stuff that I mentioned earlier, but it's like, anytime I'm just reading something else and there's something going down and there's a lawyer that I'm like, okay, let's do this. But, but it's like, I can only do that after I like jump through all of these hoops. Yeah. But I, I, I really thought this was a good question. And at the like end of semester party and several other social occasions since then, I've been asking a lot of my co, uh, I almost said coworkers, my classmates, what they thought about this, like which they thought it was. And I phrased it a little differently. I was asking them um, if they thought that they, that law school seemed like a place where they were going to grow as a person or like get closer to their like true purpose mm-hmm. or if it was like a series of hoops that they mm-hmm. foresaw themselves jumping through and really expecting people to say the hoops answer everyone was like yeah I'm gonna grow as a person here like I I'm really like learning so much I was like wow so I think this one's on me <laughs> I'm just like huh. we'll see I, maybe it's just like the classes are still fundamental and maybe I'm gonna have my mind blown later on but so far, mind yeah. not blown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> like, I also okay. could not be looking hard enough. That could be it. Like the the concept of the banality of evil could be very much at play. There could be a lot in between the lines of like contract law that oppresses people or something that I just didn't. I just like memorized what I needed to memorize for an exam in contract law. Yeah, I can't wait to get those grades back. Well, it's like, <laughs> part of me is like, wow, do I like know it all? Am I a genius? <laughs> or am I like, <laughs> it's like, or should I be really terrified? <laughs> I don't know. I did have moments on each of my exams where I was like, wow, it's, it's, it is all coming together. Like I, I did learn a lot of material. Yeah, yeah. I had the same, the same moment and not to like, I don't want to like, like go too far down this down this logical but um during one of my finals uh my civil procedure final uh I did have a moment where I was like oh my god did I just forget everything about this <laughs> oh, no. luckily it all it all kind of came back but oh man like <laughs> wait it was closed book yeah oh yeah it was it was closed book. Both of my exams were closed book. That stresses me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All <of> mine open. <laughs> my living room looked like I was trying to solve a murder. Like I, <laughs> I had, like, it was like the classic, like, newspaper clippings all just sort of, like, plastered against the wall. Like, you know, pieces of yarn, like, thumbtacks and locations and shit. Like, that's... I was like, I looked unwell. I was also living on just cookies. <laughs> like, what? Oh, from your care package? Yeah, from the care package. Um, oh. Thank you so much to my thoughtful friends. Uh, but oh my, like next time send me like a a crock of like nutritious chili or something. I need like break. <laughs> through the food. Through yeah, the if you could just send me a Ziploc bag full of chili, anybody, anybody. <laughs> Oh, 
Um, well, what do you say? It's going to be really creepy when you actually get that. I know, right? <laughs> please don't actually do please that. Do, do not actually do that. Okay, I say we do like one more question. What do you think? Oh, wow. Already? Well, aren't we at? Oh, well, I suppose. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> we chatted for a little before you. Yeah, we did. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> um. Okay, let's see here. Let's see. Um, am I picking it? Yes. <laughs> okay, well, maybe since there are folks who are in the process of, like, applying to law school, we got a question of, like, how we, well, like, what went into our choice of law school. That's a big one. You ready? <laughs> uh, yeah, I quite quite an ordeal when i looked at your like (laughs) overview of the answer i saw so many percentages and i was like oh (laughs) here we go (laughs) you wanted to know you're about to know yeah i hope this is helpful for literally anyone because i i know everyone has their own process but here's what went into my choice um i'll try to not say everything that is in this overview because it's a lot (laughs) Uh, anyone's process of doing anything is going to be longer than what other people need to actually hear from it. But um, so first I, you know, once I had my, like I knew my GPA and had my scores, it's like what schools are within the realm of possibility. And like, I want to add in some reach schools first for some reason. Um, And that and location went into like the first the first consideration like the first cut so I location wise was like kind of down to go all over I like college towns and cities but in cities like made more sense for me for like legal networking but like you and I have traveled all over there's like places that are so cool yeah places that aren't that cool but have good schools like yeah. There are only a couple places that I definitely didn't want to live, like New York. I didn't want to be a student in New York. So that's just me. I know I, I, one of my friends only applied to schools in New York. So um, the location thing was really helpful for just like looking at uh, first time around. Um, Wait, just, also, just out of curiosity, yeah. were there any other places that were on the no list for you location wise? Um, Los yeah. Angeles? I did no, no, no. I applied to UCLA. Oh, okay. Considering it, but I didn't get one of the scholarships I was interviewing for, so it had to go. But uh, I didn't. I didn't really apply that many places in like sparsely populated states. Got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. Um. So uh, then I because I was down to go all over. It kind of meant that like what was bounding me was like what I could actually afford to apply to. And I got like a dog sitting and house sitting gig in January and February and used the money I saved on rent to like apply to schools. And I applied for a lot of fee waivers. You just have to ask, like send an email to admissions and be like, Hey, can I get a fee waiver and see what happens? Um, Not everywhere will send you one, but like these applications can cost like a hundred dollars each. It's, horrible the oh even just thinking about it makes me want to vomit 
Yeah, when when I was applying, I I learned like closed mouths do not get fed. Like just <laughs> when I yeah. had to put my tuition deposit down, they at Elon they had done like a like a tuition deposit match to incentivize you to put it down earlier. Oh, um, yeah. So it was like seven hundred. They were like, if you can put the full seven fifty down by this date, then we'll credit your account an extra seven fifty. And hey. I was like, whoa. But I didn't read the email until like three days after the date. And I put the 750 down and emailed them and was like, can I please still have the set like the 750? Did they credit? do it? They did it. Yes. So it's like, That's just ask. Like, yeah, people want to help you. They They're really not do. Reset your <laughs> acceptance yeah, right. for asking what might be a stupid question, but exactly. hey, it's not even. Um, yeah. And oh, even if you get a fee waiver, you're still paying LSAC like $40 to send a PDF of your LSAT score to yeah. every school. So, dumb. So, um, so anyways, once I had like realized I could apply to like 19 schools, which is what I did, uh, I then needed to narrow down my search more. So I pulled up the ABA 509 reports from different schools. There's a lot of good info on there, but I was looking at percentage of students who get like really good scholarships, um, percentage of students who were white and percentage of the staff that were women. Um, and there's some schools that just shocked me. Like I, I feel bad calling out schools, but call them out. <laughs> So University of Michigan, 1% of students are getting a full ride, 2% are getting above a full ride. So that's not many students who are getting like money. 72.5% um, of the student body is white. 33% of the staff are women. Like it's a good school rankings wise, but given that there's like many schools that you could apply to, like that have similar metrics in other ways. Yeah. I'm just like, want to be in a school that has a more diverse student body that has ex that is extending tenure to more women that you know um yeah. that's reducing student <clears throat> debt to a more radical degree and it, it's funny because i mean i did end up applying to university of minute uh, of michigan last minute because they sent me this mail and it seemed like they were really into me and i like fell for it which was stupid because they, i think <laughs> they just wanted their like acceptance rate to see more um elite but oh, yeah. um, I was hoping I could maybe use a scholarship offer from them to like negotiate with other schools. That was a uh, fool's errand. But like compare that with um, University of Arizona, which I was really heavily considering going to. 23% of people get a full tuition. 15% get more than full tuition. 54% white, 44% women on staff. Like not perfect, but it is closer to like what i'm looking for yeah. so anyways um i tried not to get like too hung up in what schools i wanted to apply to because i mean that's wrong to say but i kind of was casting a wide net because once you actually like have options and have like acceptance letters then you're really getting debt like then you're really doing the research of like okay of these actual options that i actually have because like i applied to 19 schools and got into seven of them so then i have seven options um yeah yeah and some of them like wouldn't negotiate 
with me for scholarships. So then it was down to four schools and that is much easier to decide between. And then I was like looking into um, like professors I might want to like work with, clinics I might want to do that. And like, I guess I could have done that from the very beginning. I like did a very cursory search, but um, yeah, I did. Oh, I did like so many spreadsheets with like cost of living and the like loan repayment programs that different schools have. Like, what would I like if I went to the school, I would be graduating with this much debt after like living there and after scholarships and whatever. And how would I most likely be able to pay that down like mm-hmm. these schools don't send that many people to big law these schools have a really big public interest network these schools you know help their students pay back their loans until this 10-year mark for the public service loan forgiveness program there's like there's just different things that i could like foresee myself mm-hmm. doing with that degree and that amount of debt um so i also did take like certain rankings things into account but it uh, it at the very end, it came down to Wisconsin and WashU and like Wisconsin, like Madison is so beautiful. And you dream. don't have to take the bar exam if you practice in Wisconsin afterwards. You know this because same for Marquette. Yeah. Right. Like no bar exam. So but it came down to this, like the clinics there. And I could be getting this wrong. So please check <laughs> if you're looking into Wisconsin. But the clinics go for a full year. And like you stay there over the summer to work on a clinic. And I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, like I need to do multiple different clinics and do other stuff in the summer. And like that's what it came down to. Even though clinics are absolutely not the most important thing for me. But yeah. But they were so comparable that it kind of like trickled down to that one thing. <laughs> yeah. I was really hung up on the clinics thing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, um, like something had to be the deciding factor. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. and just like St. Louis, like there's just more stuff going on here as True. a city. True. Um, and I was in a college town for undergrad and really liked it, but I was like, maybe I should be in a city for networking. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so also that all being said and all those spreadsheets being said, I at the LSAC forum when I was talking to different schools, I chatted with the admissions rep at the washu table she was so cool and i just like had this intuitive feeling i was like oh i'm gonna apply to a lot of places and like i'm gonna end up going there really you didn't tell me that yeah because like i i was holding out for other things but i just it was the same thing for undergrad when i was touring it on a tour i was like i'm gonna apply to so many places i'm gonna end up going here i don't know so that that did also like weigh in even though it probably shouldn't have when I was deciding between schools. I was like, well, it was predestined that I go to Washington, so I guess. <laughs> I just think you definitely should not, like, <laughs> discount your intuition. If you have a good vibe on something, it's probably a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. I'd like to advocate for <laughs> for more witchiness and intuition in law school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Listen to your inner witch. Um, and then not- oh, and then everyone was here for or if you're just joining now, there was a waitlist episode where I found out really last minute that I got off, got on off of a waitlist, but then it was just down to money. Like at that point, it was just money. Yeah, but I mean, deciding between schools that have good scholarships is like much harder than deciding between like 
two good options where one of them is giving you like a lot of money and one of them isn't. Yeah. So it, it, I mean, it kind of, my, my search started off a little bit differently than yours, but it did end up boiling down to money. (laughs) I mean, that's like really Yeah. What was yours? We've, I don't think we've even talked about this because yeah. Well, um, so my selection process began more with like thinking about actual geographical places and where I would want to live. Um, so I, I've spent my entire life except for a tiny short stint in Brooklyn living in California (laughs) and like California is great, but I never saw it as my forever home. Um, and so the way I figured it, I should probably go to law school somewhere that I could imagine being my forever home. Um, since like I would definitely be living there for three years. I will more than likely be taking that state's bar. It just feels like, yeah, in my mind, it felt like I was by like as a law student somewhere, you're really, really buying into the city and the state that you're in specifically the state. Like you have skin in that game. Um, I think that's a really good place to start. I just didn't have any inkling of, of that. So I, if for anyone listening who does have like some kind of, orientation towards a certain area i think you should ignore everything i just said and follow <laughs> megan's advice <laughs> please well so like so I, with that in mind i kind of i thought about places that had to i wanted i really wanted to live in a state that wasn't so liberal um and like spoiler alert i'm very liberal <laughs> but <laughs> but i i wanted to I wanted to go somewhere where I wasn't just hearing like the same opinions like echoed. Um, but I also wanted to make sure that I was living in a large enough city. I didn't like the idea of just being in a college town. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was looking, I mean, I wound up in Greensboro, which is like the smallest city of all of the ones that I had applied to schools in. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. However, Greensboro does not feel like a small city. It's, 300,000 people. It's pretty big. Um, I mean, it has its own airport. It has a downtown. Yeah. There's like yeah. stuff to do. Having an airport. Uh, yeah. That's officially. a. Yeah. Person. It's like you're a place. People yeah. fly to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. I am actually getting a little sick. Oh. Um, yeah. I spent way too much time in the pouring rain, but anywho, I digress. Okay. (laughs) My, okay, fine. I have to acknowledge (laughs) it now. I have to acknowledge it now. I was in New York city this last week and I was wearing my shoes that are actually rainproof when I bought them, but I've had them for a very Um, long time. And so the soles were separating from the actual shoe. And I was there during like torrential downpour, um, with no real way of getting back home. (laughs) So yeah, I'm I'm sick, <laughs> but we're okay. Um, back to my college search. So yes, okay. So where were you? Where were you thinking of? So I applied to I think it was like ten schools um, in New Orleans, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Chicago, Minneapolis, and uh, Oregon. Um, good, good choices. Yeah, like all all over the map. Uh, and I forget. I got, I think I got accepted at five or six and rejected from the others. Yeah. Well, I got waitlisted. Um, Ugh, waitlist. I know. Ugh. Anyway, so my, I, I set the parameter of my search based on location. Um, 
thinking like this would be probably like where I make my home. Maybe, probably. Um, And then it occurred to me that I was going to be going to law school during an election year in one of the most like heated elections of modern times. So it felt important to me. um, Like it really reinforced, like I want to be somewhere that's like purple, like a purple state. Mm -hmm. Um, And I realized not everybody knows what that means. So I'm just going to, for the listeners at home, if you don't know what I mean, um, it means it's like neither red nor blue, meaning like neither <laughs> Republican or Democrat. Like it's it's, it's sort both. of a swing state. Yeah. It's not neither. Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. That the state, yeah. It yeah. blends, right? It kind of moves, um, ebbs and flows. So I wanted, I wanted to go somewhere where I was going to be learning from my classmates as much as I was learning from my professors. Um, so you could say that I considered like the political backdrop that my education would be taking place against that, that I thought about a lot. Um, yeah. And then from there, it just, it, like you said, Lydia, it came down to like, okay, I cast my net. Let's see what I get back. Um, and I got waitlisted at my top choice in Wisconsin, um, which was a bummer, but yeah, womp womp. Um, and for various reasons, like I couldn't really wait on the wait list uh that are like not interesting or relevant but i couldn't i couldn't wait so i had to make life you have to like plan your life you know exactly i'm like look i you gotta it's a yes or no like don't drag me along this whole way um and then i i got accepted uh to like i said i think five or six schools and it all boiled down to money and like, would I love to live in New Orleans? Yeah. You bet your sweet ass I would love to live in New Orleans. But I would not love repaying $200,000 in loans. Um, so, yeah, like I like systematically just kind of like knocked ones back and then realized, okay, like Elon Greensboro, they're giving me the most money. I went, I toured it, which was super important. Oh, um, I meant to mention that too touring it yes yeah. i almost didn't i really thought my spreadsheets would be the thing that would make the decision then one of my friends was like oh well it could be nice to see like who your future classmates would be and get a feel for the social vibe and like for that reason and so many other reasons it's so good to visit yeah so i didn't actually get to go to any admitted students days um because they all happen i know it sucked but they all happened in the spring and at my old job spring was like just a 90 day blackout date. Like you are not allowed (laughs) to take any time off because it's like the busiest time of the season. Um, So I was able to like sweet talk my way into taking to like work quote unquote, like from home or remotely like half a day on a Friday and take like a red eye and then like try to get to um, a city to see a school on a Friday. And then, it uh so anyway walking around like you could still see like students and like maybe meet someone from the administration or something yeah 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 like i made appointments that were outside of the admitted students framework um and that was fine but it was also it it, very necessary i don't think i would have like i mean i know now i would have been happy in greensboro but i think i would have like not been super jazzed on moving here if i hadn't seen it first yeah. Um, 
yeah so i could not more highly recommend like spend the money i know like <laughs> spoiler alert you're not gonna like buying all of these plane tickets to go visit these places but jokes on you because <laughs> you're gonna be spending so much money on stuff that you don't want to spend <laughs> money on for the next three years <laughs> so there are, there are modest stipends for admitted students weekends as well so that helps look into it yeah yeah, yeah. learn to love bagels <laughs> yep <laughs> okay um and then when you were oh it came down to money i was gonna say what was the deciding factor yeah yeah, yeah 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 that was that was it yeah um and i actually you could still I, work in new orleans after i could like, yeah i could and you know i did have an interview uh like an admissions interview with elon uh -huh. um and the woman who interviewed me, uh, I believe her name was Jenny Lane. Yeah. She she like grew up in Brooklyn and then moved to Elon or moved to Greensboro to go to Elon. And she said this like, wow, you're coming all the way from Los Angeles. Like what makes you like why Greensboro? And I kind of explained everything to her. And then I asked her like, okay, you're from like a huge bustling yeah. metropolis. Like, like how what was your experience like and she was so great i mean just just interviewing the interviewer like asking her like okay like here's this common ground that we can kind of relate to one another on like can you tell me your experience um i recommend doing that as well because everything she said to me made me feel better like a a fellow a fellow city slicker moving to <laughs> to the quaint south <laughs> like what <laughs> not quite but it was nice Oh, that's great. Yeah. Wow. We even have so many questions left. So I know. let's do that next time because we can – I feel like I was kind of reflecting on the semester as we answered questions. Maybe yeah. that's just the way to reflect that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think we should end on the one on the one word question. Oh, yes. Dean Duncan submitted the question. If you could summarize 1L year so far in what word, what would it be? In one word. Yeah. Yeah. Have you picked your word? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about this question all day <laughs> and just couldn't get it down to one word. So I'm going to have to like glibly say that my one word is tort. Oh my. idiot! <laughs> <laughs> I'll think of another one. I promise. What do you have an actual good one? Um, so I sat and thought about this for maybe 10 seconds. And the first wow. word that came to mind was cacophony <laughs> um it just feels like an incongruous chaotic mixture of things <laughs> what <laughs> what is everything is happening all at once very loudly and i'm trying to figure it out that's good that's a good one yeah so who knows the maybe other questions we have coming up are what are other favorite podcast or what other podcasts we listen to and like the political vibes that we are picking up on on campus and oh there's another one too but if you have other questions um now that you have listened to these follow questions maybe uh we'll 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 field more so yeah send us a message on lawschoolandbrief.com on the contact us form and thank you all for tuning in so um dutifully and loyally 
for 20 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so funny. yeah, it's so fun. And I like, I'm just so hashtag humbled, hashtag blessed. Hashtag, <laughs> just thanks for listening and giving us feedback. It makes this so much more fun. Yeah. 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 Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs>